1: Well, once again, it's a fabulous day at You, your guide to book publishing. And we're going to take a little bit of twist. Certainly through the years, we have had programs dealing with PR, with publicity, with positioning, with branding. And it's really an ever-ongoing an, an ever situation that you all need to be tuned into um, and not only tune in, but also tune up. That means that you need makeovers to anything that you do um, in that area. And back with me once again is the fabulous Jackie Lappin, who is the founder of the Conscious Companies. And her, her Conscious Media Relations, uh, and I, I should share with everyone, I ran into Jackie at least 10 years ago at a conference that I was speaking at. She was one of the exhibitors, and I was attracted by her kind of hunter-green Um, uh, banners and and all the trimmings and also that she didn't dress in a suit she was like me she's kind of a gypsy and she and she's flowing and she was really personal versus everyone else who was standing behind their booths and things and I think what's really important that when you're thinking about any kind of media any kind of presentation any type of getting yourself out there I think it's important to not look like everyone else. So Jackie is one of those people uh, with her company and and what she can do with uh, media ahas and getting on radio and TV and podcasting and the like. So with that, Jackie, welcome back to Author You: your guide to book publishing.
2: I am thrilled to be here, Judith. Thank you so much. What a beautiful introduction. And yes, I do love to wear my goddess wear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like about you Alright, so the, we've got, you've got two goddesses and two divas today And so here's what we're going to do <laughs> we, we really want to talk about how you, dear author Can really become not only a sizzling magnet uh, To attract producers and hosts But also how you be, can become irresistible literally to producers uh, to any kind of a anyone in a booking agency that that kind of positions and highlights your distinctiveness uh, so that you're not the cookie color uh, po- person it's like when I get a, a book in that I'm working on on leadership I'm going oh my god Jan, am I gonna you know what is different here show me show me show me and um, and we'll find it we'll pull it out but it's it's really, for publicity, any kind of publicity angle, I think that you've got to have something that gives it with a twist. Now, Jackie may say, ah, nah, you're wrong, Judith, but I'm going to let her jump in here now.
2: No, I, excuse me, I think that uh, you really have to be distinguished because the media isn't going to want the same old demo. They need to know that what they're bringing to their audience is new, unique, different, valuable Resourceful, um, and they want to present something that is going to perk up their audience because they're in the ratings business, and if they're not in the ratings business, they might be on an a internet radio show, and they, ne- they want to continue g- gathering people, and if they don't have great content that they won't so y- you know and certainly TVs, if you know you do not break the box in some way, shape or fashion, uh, they don't have any interest in you. So you're absolutely right. You've got to be distinctive.
1: Well, before we jump into the kind of tips and techniques, why don't you give us a little bit of your background? You know, how did you get into not just being the goddess, but um, to, to, to really understanding the inside track? What attracted you and, and what have you been able to do with it?
2: Well, I was actually on the other side. Mm -hmm. Um, as a journalist. And in fact, I was one of the first women sports writers in America. Yes, Ah. way back then. Um, And I was uh, one of the first few women in locker rooms and uh, breaking barriers and on national television. And from there, I used my journalism skills to move into the public relations business, because there were, it, it, you use the same writing skills. It, it was very akin, and I've minored in public relations at USC, where i had been uh, uh, an award-winning journalist. And, and, and at 20, I was at the Detroit Free Press. At 21, I was at the Associated Press and on the front pages of the L.A. Times. And at 22, I was at the Washington Post. Wow. I actually was, I, I was there the night Nixon resigned.
1: Oh, I listened to him. I have to tell you, I was in a camping ground, sitting in our in Goldie, our van, listening to that speech, which I thought was. It was, was one an
2: of- amazing experience to be at the place where all of that the the the, the, the epicenter of all of it. So, um, so and and so from there, I came back to Los Angeles and really decided to move into the PR side of the business, and. Within a year and a half, I'd actually started my own agency and had one of the largest, but before long, it became one of the largest sports special events and cable TV PR agencies in America. And my client list looks like a world class who's who. Uh, you know, all the major uh, sports entities, all the major brands, uh, companies that were sponsoring sports. Uh, and um, and then we from we actually, I was the queen of boxing in the 1980s, and we did so much pay-per-view that um, the cable client said, if you're driving so much viewership, can you help us increase our viewership on cable television? And so then we launched cable channels, and, and I moved into that space as well. And so we did that. I had my bike coastal agency for about 20 years. And in that course, you certainly learn how to pitch media and what they're going to want and how to make a sto- craft a story that's going to get them excited. And by the way, the last thing that I did that was big that people would know is I launched the Worldwide Poker Phenomena with the World Poker Tour and drove that for I about watched. six or seven years.
1: Oh, my God. And I watched that. You know, I watch it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, you could call me the Poker Princess of PR, and that's what I was for those years.
1: My goodness. All right. So, you know, and here's what's fun, I think, for um, uh, authors to pay attention to, to be able to work with someone with your kind of pedigree and background. And and maybe these are some of the questions they need to ask, because you really want to know if if they really get what the trenches are like. (laughs)
2: really absolutely and and you know what what really transpired from the time when i had my agency is i switched over into just doing personal growth leaders and people with a message and that's how i ended up doing so many books over the last several years but the point is that you need to find somebody that resonates with you and has a great track record and you don't want to just take them on faith because, unfortunately, a lot of people in the PR business can do a nice song and dance, and then they hand you off to junior people, and you're not really going to see the results. And today, so much of PR is g- going to the Internet as social networking. So you're paying people just to do social networking, largely because it's harder and harder to actually get into the major media because uh, the print has condensed so much. I mean, uh, all favorite, my favorite newspapers have, have, have gone down to about five pages. Um, you know, the TV st- uh, networks now are operating on a, a you know, major uh, issue only. You know, they don't do the kinds of feature stories that they used to do. Morning Drive, you can still get on possibly, I mean, on uh, you know on morning, the, morning TV shows, but a lot of them are now pay, asking pay-for-pay. Pay. So radio is still my favorite, and it, it, it's because it's welcoming. They don't care if it's a self-published self, uh, book. They don't care if it came out yesterday or if it came out two years ago. They just want valuable content, which is why I migrated into specializing in all forms of audio, um, broadcast radio, Internet radio, podcasts, and virtual, and, um, virtual summits, and um, uh, and satellite radio, um, because uh, it's, it's much more accepting today, and they'll book without putting up lots of resistance in gatekeepers. So um, you need to find somebody that, and and that's not all we do. We also help, uh, we syndicate articles to a database of 1,500 mind, body, spirit, print, and online media. But I don't, I stay away from mainstream media most of the time. I still do a little television. But uh, uh, the mainstream media is so hard to book that if you hire somebody to do it and you expect them to get great things for you, you better make sure that they have a track record and the contents to contacts today because uh, too often people are paying for what they're not getting. And so make sure you talk to other people who have worked with that agency recently and are comfortable with the job that they did before you invest your money with them.
1: Well, and, and that's really um, critical, because I've always said when it comes to anything related with PR, there's no guarantees. There there really isn't any guarantees. Uh, but I mean, you hope they do their best shot, you hope that they, they're connected, but there's still no guarantees, and it can become really expensive. And the reality is, I, I don't know a lot of people who are sitting around during the daytime watching TV. Yeah. Uh, the numbers
2: that the daytime TV used to draw, um, and even morning, t- morning TV, are just off. They're not what they used to be because people are doing other things. They're either working or they're listening to podcasts or they're getting their news online. It's just not the same world it used to be 10 years ago.
1: All right. So the bottom line is, as we come up to our first break here, is for everyone to really pay attention to, the world has changed. TV land has changed dramatically. What Jackie is saying that many, many slots that authors can get in are really pay to play. You actually will pay and the monies are all over the place on the cost factor for you to actually get in and do a commercial. It's like a commercial, but you're interviewed. And I've seen multiples of those. And uh, and I've always been a fan of radio. It's it's been one of my favorite formats because and and I'm, I and Jackie and we're gonna jump into our break here now. But I always loved it at two in the morning to think that I could be in Denver talking to Sacramento, California, because there's the the, the wave bands change then. But it's it's so different. We'll come back with all of this and how you can position yourself as a rock star. It's Judith Briles. It's author you your guide to book publishing, and Jackie. Anthony.
3: Is there a book in you or another? Author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being good. If you already have a book out,
4: impressions are everything in the world of book publishing whether your book is an ebook, a print version or both your book cover needs to pop sizzle and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience and your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand nick selinger of nz graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts With over 20 years of experience in graphic design, he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need, such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be.
0: That's nzgraphics.com.
1: Alright, we're talking about you as the star, whether it's on TV, and we're going to come back and kiss that again, because the odds are going to be less probable. Um, radio possibility, but there's a whole other world out there, and my guest Jackie Lapin, is connected with her company, Conscious Media Relations, really has the juice of what's working in today's world. And so few, and and I was talking to Jackie off the air, that I think you really have to have a little discussion with yourself in the mirror. And if your goal, like is TV, you want to be on TV, um, and you want to be on today, or Good Morning America, or The View, or fill in the blank, uh, that here's what you really need to know. Those kind of shows shockingly don't sell many books. And I was on Oprah many times. I have to say Donahue sold a lot of my books. But Oprah didn't really sell the books. It was really more about Oprah. And that was very interesting. That That was a rude awakening for me. And the other side of that is that in looking in this mirror is that your ego that's talking that wants to be on TV or do you really want to learn other strategies using publicity and PR to move your books? That's what today's show is about. So, Jackie, just talk more about some well, of these options.
2: Well, one of the nice things is that podcasts have really become a huge option mm-hmm. uh, because they have a very, very defined audience that's very specifically interested in what it is that you're bringing forth because they, they've they aligned with that host and that host as created a, 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 a target market that is a bullseye for you. So podcasts are really an important aspect. And podcasts are one of the things that we always include when we do our radio media tours because we, we have a database of more than 500 of them. And it's really key that you, you know, you're fairly realistic about what you can get. For example, if you're looking at print media, the most likely opportunities for you are going to be local the media in your town is going to be much more interested in you from television or from a print standpoint than if you're going to try to be getting on some of those national shows. So start local. Start where, where you already have a base and you know that you can potentially interest the media that are in your hometown because you're doing something interesting as a, uh, making news as a local person. So those are a couple of really op- good opportunities that you can take advantage of that are, uh, more likely to be yeses, um, and then continue to search out and, and try to get some of the other mag- the magazines specifically in your genre um, and, uh, so, you know, other media that make sense that, that are a match for you. But, but a great uh, opportunity is just to connect with the local media in your hometown and and then start looking for podcasts that are ideal for you. So, um, and you can find podcasts on places like iHeartRadio and iTunes because they most of most of the leading podcasters have their content there. And you can you can go through them by category and find the kinds of podcasts that would be associated with them. But you're not going to find the contact information there. You're probably going to have to go to either the podcast itself we- website or you're going to have to go to the host's website and then find contact information. And it may even require you to submit yourself through an online contact uh, report as opposed to directly to an email.
1: So one of the things that I would suggest, because I'm, I'm, I'm going to echo echo here for you, and I, I think iTunes is actually a pain in the neck to go through and finding some stuff on it. I do, I'm not familiar with iHeart. But I, I'm going to uh, stand up and cheer when you say just go to the host, Google the hosts, and, and just find their website and go to them because information will be floating around on how to contact them. And just contact them directly. That, that would be my advice on that.
2: Well, I think iTunes just to find out what the shows are that would be in your genre. And then you definitely go to the, directly to the host.
1: And there, that and- makes sense? Yeah, and there's a there's a lot. The other thing that's um, good to do when you were talking, Jackie, about your your local print media, that that that's become less and less. Certainly, their are online versions. But don't forget the little outskirt mini papers, um, the little throwaways, because, you know, they're always looking for stuff. And, and to get him in. Now, I, I can share that um, my book, How to Avoid 101 Book Publishing, Blunders, Bloopers, and boo just picked up its eighth National Book Award. So we've made um, an image for that. But we'll write a press release, and we will send it out. And where it might be picked up in the Aurora Sentinel. But there's also something in – I live in Denver. There's something in Denver. We have the Denver Post, which is getting skinnier and skinnier. But it has a little entity called Your Hub. Your Hub is a both an online daily, but also it is a, uh, a paper, like a four-page paper section gets put into the paper edition on Thursdays. And that would be a place where you would put, for example, if you've won national awards, you could put in something, Local Author Wins as your headline, um, and don't, don't be surprised, that could be picked up. And of course you're going to get the, you know, the PDF of, of this and you're going to slap it on your media page on your website, right? <laughs> on, on these.
2: Oh, and there's another good local resource too, and that's usually the local entertainment newspaper. Uh-huh. And they may more, more, be more interested in a book-related topic than, um, because the book sections in uh, the dailies have dwindled to next to nothing. But the the locals are still doing re, uh, related book kinds of content. So that's a good, good resource. And uh, you made a really good point, Judith, about online. What's happened is that so much of the newspaper world has gone online and, of course, the prol- pro- proliferation of websites dedicated to specific topics. And mm-hmm. so you want to look at your no- local newspaper online resource and also other kinds of websites that are aligned with your message and so those are that's where the the newspaper news has migrated into the web and you can find uh, different kinds of opportunities there that were not there 10 years ago
1: yeah so it means that you you can't sit on your duff you're going to have to do a little work the internet's going to do a lot of help for you on finding out things that are out there. But the but the bottom line is, a lot of this stuff, what Jackie's talking about, a lot of this stuff is DIY, do it yourself, you know, the DIY, um, and doing that. And you can hire people to do it, too, that's got a different uh, virtual Rolodex of sorts. Um, that they can help you. I mean, there's even people who specialize in just regions. They don't do any national. They just do regions, or they just do certain types of books um, in helping with those areas. Can you make any comments on that, Jackie?
2: Absolutely. There are all kinds of genre publicists, too, that specialize in certain kinds of things, like health and wellness or women's issues or, um, uh, I'm trying to think, business books. So you can also look for people who are specialists in your area. Now, for example, we are specialized in anything having to do with mind, body, spirit, uh, personal growth, uh, empowerment, uh, anything that improves uh, humans and improves the planet. Uh, Business skills uh, that that create a heart-based business, you know, something like what Judith does, which is teach people to write their books and market them. Or how to speak more effectively. Though, those are the kinds of specialists that we have. As as long as it's it's, it's self improvement, or, or people improvement, pet improvement, or 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 um, uh, planet improvement. Uh, you know how how can we elevate any of those in any way, shape, or form? Uh, it, you know, in our financial, personal, uh, profe- professional, all of that. Then that's that's our niche. And, 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 but when something comes to me that's way out of my range, I'm going to go and say, hey, why don't you talk to so-and-so instead, because it's much more likely that they're going to get better results than me trying to stretch myself when I don't have the contacts.
1: Of course, and, and the, the whole idea of this, if you're working with someone who is really niche down and really very specific, is their contact base is going to be dealing with those people who are just in that area so you you'll have a much better shot in my opinion of getting some kind of coverage and placement instead of just sending out is like a general type of thing so
2: it's it's a better roi like like you said you're going to get a, a more likely return on your investment when you niche down not not just in your your general marketing but also in the people that you support uh, the other area that we do is a lot of memoir because it's people have have gone through some transition and, and experienced something that has made them better stronger etc and they want to share it with the world so that falls into our niche too so um but yeah so so you're if you're going to spend money on outside resources do it smartly and don't Uh, just go on the glitz and the glamour. I've seen this happen too often where somebody does a beautiful song and dance and Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. come away empty-handed. So you really need to be with the people that you know have the track record in the area that you're trying to pursue.
1: Well, you know, as we do this, I, I know I have like one minute till our next break, but let's kind of do this setup. Let's talk about pitching. Okay, let's say, you know, you know your stuff, you're ready to go and you want to pitch it to a radio show or to a podcast, is there a a variance in the type of pitch, or would you do the exactly same kind of pitch, Uh, Jackie?
2: It it depends on on, on what kinds of shows that you're trying to pitch. Uh, In most shows, you can create something fairly generic that will work for most, but if you really, really want to make sure that you get on certain shows, especially if they're bigger, then you might want to specifically skew to their audience and to the host. Yeah. So if you do something that's generic, but you know you could niche it down to also targeting women and just say it's a branch of what you do, and the post that you're pitching in the show regards women, then you want to switch the pitch to make sure that it reaches them.
1: All right. So with that, let's take a quick break. We're going to be back with much more getting to the pitch. What are some of the media hooks that will work, um, as well as what to do about callbacks and follow-ups? So. Lots more to come. It's all through your guide awesome. to book
0: This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Briles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these.
5: Want to publish like a pro today? Well, then take a look at Ingram Spark, the only publishing platform that offers print and ebook services through a single source. Upload, edit, and manage titles all in one place. Take more control of printing costs with print on demand. And reach even more readers through one of the world's most extensive distribution networks. Built by independent publishers for independent publishers, Ingram Spark has everything you need to maximize your book's potential color printing, ebook distribution, print on demand, global reach, and more. Start publishing with Ingram Spark today and see just how far your titles will go tomorrow. That's ingramspark.com.
4: Many of us have dreamed of writing a book.
5: Some of us even have.
4: Then the hard work starts.
5: You'll need an editor.
4: Who will design the cover or typeset the pages? Who will format the ebook? If you're a business owner, consultant, or coach with a serious message and expertise to share, the team of experts at 1106 Design can guide you through the maze.
5: They've helped more than 1,000 authors create top-quality books and avoid the not-so-reputable self-publishing companies.
4: Learn more at 1106 Design.
5: Then call Michelle at 602-866-3226. 1106-DESIGN.
3: When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers Allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From e-book to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing question.
0: to book publishing everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask coming up you'll hear more about statistics scenarios and strategies on what to do now to get you published so let's get back to the show and here again is your host dr judith briles
1: all right so you're the star people are calling you or you're putting out calls to be placed on various types of shows And we were talking about, you know, setting up for the pitch and who you're talking to. And and one of the things I'm going to suggest to all of you is that if you are on a show, whether it's television um, uh, or radio, I know that when I was on TV, sometimes I was in other communities. And I always made sure I watched the evening news that night and I read the local newspaper so I would have an idea of what's going on in the community. When I am remote doing radio, I would always ask the producer who usually called, was the one that called me to um, get, get me on waiting um, before the host came on. And I would always ask, is there anything breaking? Is there anything hot? Is there anything OMG that um, that would be good to know about? And, and that just sometimes gives you a little bit inside because maybe you need to segue some of your comments. Or to rehook them into it, so it's more relevant to the listening or viewing audience. All right. So with that, Jackie, we're we're uh, you know we're going after a radio or a podcast pitch. Um, you talked about knowing the demographics, who the market is. Anything else there?
2: Oh yeah, there's just lots of ways that you can make this relevant. The first thing is obviously that you have to have a pitch letter that really sells you. I mean, that's how you're going to get on, the and you have to be able to email that to people and then follow up with a phone call. We'll talk about that more in a minute, but we were talking sort of about the hooks and how you can actually get them engaged, and you did it, you know, tying it to a news event like you just talked about was really a very significant hook, and you can look at what's going on in nationwide to make a difference as well. I mean, if you... are if you're looking at some of the trends that are going on, and certainly the headlines today are always filled with some really interesting stuff that you might be able to try into uh, when you're, when you're uh, beginning to figure out what's going to sell you. But some of the other things, is, and we just alluded to some of that being news, but it's also just trends. What are, what are the hot trends going on that everybody's talking about? Another way to get, become uh, newsworthy is to tie into a holiday, or an anniversary something that's co- that's coming up that's uh topical and um he, I remember talking about uh i was I had somebody who was an expert on uh getting getting the sugar out of your life and and how to have a Halloween without sh- sugar and so you know that made her topical um and but there's also something called Chase's calendar of events and mm-hmm. There are all kinds of holidays, National Such-and-Such-a-Day and National This-and-This-Day, and you can look in there and find some ways to make yourself uh, relevant as well. Then there's the great subject of doing lists, ten tips to do this, five things that you should know about, the ten danger, the four dangers of, you know, list, listicles, as they're called, is a great, great hook for, for the media. Uh, celebrities if you now you don't necessarily have to have a celebrity clientele but if you do that's really great and you can m- mention that but you can also relate yourself to celebrities what do you and three other celebrities have in common or what uh you know something that the celebrity's done that you are doing better or whatever it might be invoke the name of a celebrity even if you're you you do not have a relationship with them Um, Another thing is um, human interest perspective. If there's something related to human interest that's compelling and, you know, you're working with refugees or you're helping bring water to, um, you know, disadvantaged countries or you've adopted a child from another country, I mean, whatever it might be, if you have a personal story that... You know that you're, you're you're helping with uh, PTSD survivors because you've been through it, or you know, with your your family or whatever it might be. So you're looking for the h- human interest, um, and then uh, obviously controversy. If you can create controversy or tie into controversy, that's a great hook. Um, and um, you know, if you're looking, you're looking for timeliness, impact, proximity. What's close to home for them? Um, Oddity, newness, what's a breakthrough, what's, you know, never been done before, uh, record setting. Those are all real interesting kind of news hooks that you can turn into, uh, you know, and and the homegrown, just the homegrown. You're the homegrown person, like Judith was saying, you know, that uh, in her local newspaper, she's a hero. So take advantage of all of those things to create the hooks that are going to interest the media.
1: Right. So, and and that's really I can't stress that enough. And you know, your idea about doing hooking on to a celebrity, um, I, I know that I, when I was out there really speaking, or I would do, maybe doing a marketing special where I was trying to uh, kick off a year and 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 fill the calendar really quick, I would I sometimes do a headline. What do Oprah Winfrey, uh, the U.S. Tank Division, and Judith uh, and and uh, someone else have in common? They all hired Judith Bryles, you know, th- that kind of stuff. And it's like, whoa, well, wait a minute. Maybe we better check this out. So there's there's just different things that you all can do. And, and you just have to get your imagination um, jiggling here on that. All right. So those are, those are a variety. That's a combination of picks, uh, really pitches and hooks that come together. Yeah. What, now, what about um, uh, how many times should you... Uh, uh, throw throw your line out. Let's say yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: your initial contact should definitely be by email, okay. and a lot of times they they may not see it. And so when you do the follow up phone call, you are generally talking to a voicemail, and you give them a thirty second pitch a summary of what's in your letter, and tell them that they have a copy of it in their email. And give them the email address so they know that they can go to their email and call up your address, and that that it'll pop up. But a good thing to do is resend it immediately after you hang up the phone, so that it's at the top of their email list when they go looking for it. Um, So a a first call is a necessity, and and occasionally you might actually get a human being, which is very cool. And don't get uh, flustered. Uh, when you're delivering your pitch just because it's a real human being. Um, But uh, then then if you don't reach them on the first, then you you can put in a second call. But if you don't get a response after the second call, that's the time to walk away. Okay, so only make two calls. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because it really means they're not interested.
1: All right, so wrong time. Now, you know what I used to do? The third thing I did is I sent postcards. I had postcards made with all my book covers and things. And if it, what was ever tied to, I always was ready to go. Is I was literally leaving a phone message. I'm already addressing the postcard. So I did the email, the phone, and the postcard. Snail mail. Well,
2: and telev- television's a little bit different because you're, you're, you're either looking for the news planning director who makes decisions on what's going to go on the air, or you're looking for a producer slash booker for a particular show. And the key there is, yeah, you can leave messages all over the place, but the better thing is to try to call in that window when they're in the office and available. And for a morning show, it's going to be prior to when they get on the air, which is going to be very, very early, or it's going to be in the hour after they get on the, get off the air because then they, they usually walk out the door pretty quickly after their show um if you're talking to a producer a planning a, a a booking producer may be there a little longer but if it's the actual producer of the show they are in before and then out really after but the best time to reach them is when they are in the office so plan your callbacks to when you can reach them
1: mm-hmm. my experience was the bookers bookers not not necessarily the producers uh, and you're right. Producers are pretty much gone um, when they, because the next show is coming on, and 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 space and all those things. But the bookers often, or that news director often, has more of a regular day hourage. Um, that or they they're in shifts. They may have a, a the, you know the middle of the night to the mid more. I mean that's what my experience is, and you can tell me I'm you know off my rocker. Well,
2: we're, we're actually talking about three different kinds of opportunities. One is the the news person who will uh, the planning person who is actually booking for the news segments or maybe in studio segments during the news. The second problem, what you're talking about, is the morning talk shows. And when there's morning talk shows, and they're dedicated to talk and entertainment, yes, the, the planner is around. The booker, booker is around usually most of the, the day. But a lot of times in the morning, with all the cutbacks, a lot of times the shows are actually booked by the producers. They're, they they either work the overnight, and there's a six, seven, or eight o'clock show. And they're the ones that actually have to make the decisions. That's the third, person, third kind of uh, pitching that I was just referring to. Those guys don't have bookers.
1: And, and that, actually, that may be your home run, too, because they've got to fill that space and they want to get out of Dodge.
2: <laughs> but they also tend to be more news-driven. So yeah. um, the, the, the morning talk show can be more featurey, but the morning news show mm-hmm. tends to be very news-driven. So try to tie into what's
1: current. Yeah, there's no question. That's why when I was doing the uh, Women in Undermining Women and you had Monica Lewinsky and, and Linda Tripp going on, I was always on the morning segments to kick it off on TV. And, and with that said, <laughs> we'll come back. We have one more in-depth segment with Jackie Lappin And we are really going to get into some goodies involving what media kit you need and how do you handle some wild card questions which is scary sometimes. It's often
3: by the way, Briles is spelled B R I L E S. Follow Judith on Twitter at mybookshepherd and on Facebook at the Book Shepherd.
4: One of the most important decisions you will ever make is your choice for printing your book. You are choosing a company which will be responsible for guiding you through the process and printing your book at a level of quality and detail that embraces your personal and creative needs. You want to choose a company that when your book finally arrives, you are delighted and ready. to on to the next level and one that is customer focused. Choose King printing company and Addy books to be that company that brings you to the next level. Go to king.com. Printing.com or call 978-458-2345 and ask for Tom
6: Campbell. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from one to 5,000 copies.
0: Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Riles.
1: All right. These shows always go so fast. But one of the things that I wanted to make sure that we we come back into, and, and we've really covered a lot of things from doing some tailoring, um, what do you do with uh, your callback and follow-ups and, you know, lesson learned? If they don't call back after two times, they're not interested. Stop wasting your time. And I think what Jackie and I both say is you probably will piss them off if you keep hounding them. Um, yep. So, yeah, don't go down that line. But it's important to to know that. So, Jackie, I think it's really important to ask in your experience right now in today's world, what are the essentials that someone needs in their pitch kit? that media kit to do the, uh, the, the hooking
2: with? Well, so the first thing you need is an overall release on your book and what the story is that you're trying to tell. So it, it, that first release need to really set the tone about what this conversation is all going to be about. The second thing is if you have great testimonials from respected and well-known people, not just your clients, but people who people would the hosts would recognize. Then you put your testimonials in. Your clients aren't going to impress them. Just the the big names. Then the second, then the thing after that is your bio. And if your bio is long and extended, we certainly would want you to get to get, for them to get to know you and know about you. But you also want to provide a short version of that, called the on-air introduction, that capsulizes it in about four paragraphs. And that they can actually read on the air. So that would be the next piece. But the piece after that is 20 questions you want to be asked, in the order you want to be asked. Now, the, in the old days when it was just broadcast, 10 questions would suffice. But today, with so many of these interviews being an hour, you really need to have 20. And you don't want to write out the answers in the media kit, but just have the questions. But you might want to write out the answers on the side for yourself, so you know what you're going to address on, with each of those. And by the time you get to doing it two or three times, it's going to be second nature. And it will take away any nervousness or concerns or or, or or, lack of confidence that you might have. Because so you know what they're going to ask and you know what you're going to answer. Uh, not word for word, but the general idea. And then the, the, the last thing that we like to have when we do media kits is the final page that basically has how the public can engage with you. And that would be um, your book and where it can be found, and then it might be anything that you are bringing out to the public, a, a coaching program, a tele a, an event, whatever it might be. And then the last thing should be your social network contacts because a lot of times they're going to want to connect with you on that. So that would be the, the ideal media kit and some graphics. You need to have some, some branding on it. And then pictures of your book and pictures of you. So those are the really key elements in a in a good solid media kit.
1: Mm-hmm. Let me. I'd like to add on to your twenty questions, which I think is a good idea because we always did think ten. That I would I would encourage all of you. And and actually I agree with Jackie. Do not answer them uh, on their paper. Just um, you know, number one, you're the author. You better know the answers. But <laughs> number two, I used to put in parens, Jackie how long it would take me to answer it could be 30 seconds 90 seconds three minutes or whatever because i found that it's certainly helpful with me if 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 as a host if they if they have you know a little gap until their break if they're at the top or bottom of the hour if they've got 90 seconds mm, this she can answer it in this this time i'll ask this question so uh, i found that was a helpful little goody to do oh that's a really bright bright idea cool well, thank you very much. Okay, here's something I think that um, is essential for um, our listeners to know about. What happens if a, a, a question comes at you out of left field that is a wrong fit or could even be inappropriate? What do we do?
2: Well, one of the nice things is you don't actually have to answer the question that you're asked. Oh. Ah. You can- your entirely different su- subject and start taking the conversation in another direction. Most of the time, most of the time, not always, most of the time the host will forget their train of thought and follow your train of thought. So just steer the conversation in another direction that you want to go. Or there's another thing you could say. You can say, "Well, I don't know about that, but" and then put t- take the direction you-, you want it to go.
1: Yeah, so everyone all you have to do is watch today's politicians to see masters at the trade of it. And they pivot. It's a pivot. Um and and, and all of a sudden, you know, you say, God, they didn't answer the question and and they're off in another direction. That's they're trained to do that.
2: <laughs> and it's and, not as difficult as you think.
1: Yeah. Just don't and, allow
2: yourself to get intimidated, get scared. And um, and yeah. fall into a puddle of, of, of befuddlement, just kind of just act mm-hmm. as if it never happened.
1: Or, or you know, if, if you have a, you know, was, I'm thinking, if let's say you have a self-help book. I mean, the, the call I was on just before we started our show today was with a client of mine who has a book on, on elder care. And some of the challenges, and she just came back from a tour in Texas. And that some of the, uh, you know, all of a sudden they're, they're talking about Uncle Charlie or Aunt Martha and this problem. And so, you know, you're off your points, you're off that. And so it's very easy to say, well, you know, what your Uncle Charlie has gone through is is, is so common. Here are the point, here, here are things that you can do as a relative or a friend when these things occur and you can get it right back, it's in your ballpark and it's away from the host and Jackie is so right that the host, you know, the, whoever asked you the question is off because the, the camera roll is going or they've got other things in front if it's TV or if there's something else going on um, that you can take control. The point is you want to keep it in your ballpark. I think what's is really important um, Great. For, for this. All right. So, I, you know, Jackie, you have some neat programs. And before we leave, I want to be able to touch base on a few things that you do um, with authors and their publicity needs. So why don't you kiss on those for me?
2: Well, one of the things is that we have been aggregating over the years 3,000 personal growth radio shows, 400 health and wellness, and 500 podcasts. Awesome. And because we specialize in this area of personal growth and expansion and changing the world. And when I say personal growth, it could be parenting, and it could be grief, and it could be um, mindset. It could be anything uh, that is uh, a self-improvement-driven or business improvement driven and so we specialize in bringing all these media together and we do a very powerful radio media tour that reaches all of those media actually about six thousand five hundred points of contact including the morning drive and the general talk shows goes out to everybody and then we build a tremendous slate of interviews based on the people that have responded back, and it's broadcast, Internet, podcast, and satellite interviews, and even some, these days, videocasts. So the goal is to ratchet up a great number of interviews that really get some momentum going. And in two of the versions that we do this, we guarantee 30 interviews. So we make sure that people never go away empty-handed, and they come away, many of them, saying, oh, my God, you got me 60, 70, 80 interviews. So that's the top of the chain when you've got something that's really everybody wants. But we know that these people are hungry for this kind of content, and so we know how to write the pitch. You don't have to do it. We do it for you after reading your book, and then we really can get them engaged and excited to interview you. And so we do it in three different price points, depending on how much work you do, how much work we do, and what your budget is. So that's our, our signature program. The other thing that we do so well is we'll ask somebody to write a self-help-driven article, and then we will blast it out to 1,500 mind, body, spirit, print, and online media, and we will track the results on a shared Google Docs and get you the copies of what, what runs either online or in, in print. And uh, that also is a great way to disseminate information about you and your book and to build the kind of visibility with a one-shot uh, exposure that doesn't break the bank. So we don't have to spend four months at it. We just simply, you know, it's about a, it takes about a month and a half to do this process. And, uh, and we can come away with a nice slate of, of interviews. So Great. those are our two, <laughs> signa- two signature programs, and w- you know we've got rave reviews on our website, Conscious Media Relations, on the Raves page, and you'll see what some wonderful people have said about it, uh, people including Don Miguel Ruiz, uh, James Twyman, Ariel Ford, um, uh, and Denise Lynn and, and a ton of other authors.
1: All right, so let's j- just give us the website that they would go to, and then we'll come away with one more question. So,
2: com. Alright,
1: so that's relations with a S, so it's plural. Correct. Alright, mm-hmm. so last but not least how, last but not least, you mentioned going to iHeart or iTunes to find shows to pitch. Uh, is, is there an easy way to line up a great slate of interviews you want to do it yourself? Is that what you're doing? You're tying in that, that use your sources or what if they just want to start Googling And going after it is there another
2: you know we talked uh in our last session about speaker tunity which is our the services that we provide that actually give you the direct contacts yourself so if you subscribe to speaker tunity radio insider which is www.speakertunityradio.com we're going to feed you radio shows and podcasts now they're not going to be as fast as if we're doing a radio media tour but you're going to get 25 of those every month and it's a great way to do it yourself and it's only $35 a month so that makes it really easy so if you're doing radio in this kind of genre and you don't want to do a big radio media tour that's a great option the other options is simply you know if you're going to try to do this on your
1: own um you Hi.
2: know
1: yeah Jackie guess what we're going to have to have you back again we are out of time today so we're going to we're going to end with a cliffhanger so everybody awesome great you. Your guide to book publishing with me has been Jackie Lappin of Conscious Media Relations. Lots of fabulous tips. Have a great week. We'll be
0: back. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Briles, each week.